Good afternoon and welcome to the Learn Digital Advertising Daily Marketing News. I'm Rick Maggio. Welcome back. I'm Juan Ariano. And we've got uh, four stories today that are pretty exciting in the internet marketing world. First, let's begin with Facebook's new ad units. Juan, what is going on on Facebook? New ad units. That's awesome. So it looks like they're adding uh, some movie ad units, movie related. So. The first one is movie reminder ads. So when a user sees an ad for a movie, it's pretty cool. Um, you can tap it right on the ad and it can show you as far as uh, your interest, it'll remind you that you saw the ad for this movie and it'll remind you when the movie comes out that hey, maybe you should watch this movie because you saw the, the preview for it. Sweet. And that's pretty good. I mean, I don't know how many times I've seen an ad or a movie preview and I'm like, man, I really wanted to watch. And you what, forget completely what about movie, it. What movie was that again? <laughs> um, I just so, forget when it comes yeah. out and then it's like, it's on Amazon and I'm like, ah, oh, all right, yeah. I'll watch that now. But uh, The yeah. next one is movie showtime ads. So uh, you can interact with the movie and actually see the showtimes and it actually links out, I think it was Fandango? Was it links out to? Or yeah, it, looks like it's probably it's feed-based, just tying into uh, whatever e-commerce platform so you buy your tickets right there for the showtimes right now it looks like that's available in the US and the UK only I'm sure it'll be expanding I think it's a great ad unit I think uh, I mean I'm definitely gonna go to more movies just as a result of this I have a feeling <laughs> oh, I think as a marketer too I mean if you're marketing uh, movies I mean you're gonna have another KPI to track here another call to action uh, something else to tie in your audiences and figure out who's you know responding to ads just with this uh, even though I don't buy tickets right away but just kind of getting a feeling for who's interested in movies so it's yeah. a great great call to action great yeah, sure. new ad unit very cool next what do we got Google Google uh, probably our least exciting story of the day but one to pay attention to nonetheless um, Google has additional rich snippets I think these are coming out in August I think August 13th is when they're uh, expecting to release this to search console um, so uh, we got up on screen sort of what this looks like but in search console you have the search appearance section and now you have things there like amp results and um, articles and events and that kind of stuff um, the new the new types of uh, rich snippets you can be able to track or products, uh, the site link search box, and something called unparsable types, and I quite honestly have no idea what that is. Um, so a couple new things uh, to track there. Uh, you know, I, I have to interject my only concern with, with all of this as we get more tracking. Let's bear in mind what Google Search Console is actually tracking. Nothing to do with your website traffic, simply user behavior on Google as it affects your content. So as Google makes decisions to show more of your content within Google as opposed to driving traffic to your website, then um, these are going to be sort of a bigger part of what you report on. But I think the key thing to keep in mind is what is the value of that? And it's not as though you don't want to play this game. It's not as though you don't want to put out rich snippets because they do, you know, theoretically help click, you know, click, uh, click through rates and stuff like that. Um, you know, this isn't all web traffic, and it's not always a success when Google is, you know, showing your content, particularly with events and stuff like that. It's something that drives me a little crazy because you can essentially figure out everything that's happening with an event without actually coming to the site that originally published it. And that is, uh, you know, it's nice PR to see your website name there, but at the same time, that's not paying the bills, that's not driving uh, clicks to your website, ad revenue, affiliate revenue, that's that kind of stuff. For, right? That's right, so that's uh, cool, something to keep your eye on. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll go forward from there. Um, Juan, let's talk about this. So eMarketer, yet another study on voice assistant. What's going on? I mean, voice search, it's 
I mean, if you don't know what we're talking about here, I know you go, hey Siri, remind me to do this, or hey Google, remind me to do this. Uh, everyone uses it every day, and it's just becoming more and more of a, a daily habit, and it looks like the top task, as far as uh, voice assistants go, is directions, making phone calls, music, and finding nearby stores. So that's that's pretty uh, huge there. That's the order for me, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, top devices, it's uh, pretty much Google smartphones, or if you use the Google Assistant app on your iPhone, <laughs> most likely that would be uh, another qualifier there for a smartphone. But it looks like the top assistant is the Google Assistant as of right now. And for on-device commands such as different, like uh, make a call to someone or, or something like that, it, it's actually Siri. So yeah, and we've got the chart up on the screen, and they break it down by whether it's a local query versus a commerce query versus navigation versus information, and then commands, obviously. Uh, it's interesting that Siri only wins on commands. Probably has to do with market share, I would assume, of uh, uh, Apple, and you're just using it to tell Siri, you know, to do things for you. Um, but across the board, Google's the winner on this, and uh, that's that's interesting. I wonder whether that dominance over time will uh, mirror what they've done in, you know. There's definitely a, a difference in using uh, either or. I tend to see that Google does have a bit of better understanding when I speak to it, so. I'm sure that has something to do with it. And I have, I have two thoughts on this. First, if you're a brick and mortar right now, or you're doing marketing for brick and mortars, you're really one of the few verticals that needs to pay attention to this, needs to do homework, needs to know how you show up with these types of voice queries and needs to do something about it, right? Because this is all we're really seeing is finding nearby stuff as being just something that's even substantial to even look at right now. Not as though voice search doesn't matter in other spaces, but specific to brick and mortars, uh, restaurants, that sort of thing, I feel like that's really important. Number two is an idea I thought of a long time ago that I'm going to hand away for free, and that's uh, you know about what it's worth, I'm sure, uh, is if you are a band or do music or anything like that, because we know music is a big part of this query, why not name your band or song something very generic? That's simple. Something somebody might actually search for. On the website, we've been doing this and naming products for years this way. Now as voice search comes along and that we know that music queries are very popular, consider naming your brand, band, song, something. Something generic just to pick up some extra listens. You might spark That's all. the newest band called rock music. <laughs> 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 Great dinner time music, right? If that is your band name, you know, it's it's going to uh, excel in the uh, voice yeah, search, at least for a period of time. It's definitely huge with the restaurant. I mean, I don't know how many times I said find sushi near me. So if, uh, if you're a sushi restaurant, one, that's it. The new, the new chain of sushi. Sushi near me. For me. So you find you. Sushi near me. I love it. I love it. We got college. Stuff. College search, yeah, school's starting back up again. Um, so Google had introduced college search, I think last year, and this was just a way for you to begin your college search on Google, as Google thinks you should. Uh, that At that time included just four year uh, degree uh, programs. And this year, basically it's uh, been expanded to two year programs, as well as like specific certificate and associate programs. So just a larger database, um, of information and that is all coming out of the uh, basically the data for that is all coming out of the uh, US Department of Education's uh, they have a scorecard and database on all of this so uh, I guess if you're a university really the key here is making sure that all that information is up to date so that you're completely searchable 
I don't think I'd find my college from Google. I might start. I think it'll take its, uh, its trend. I mean, I did it a long time ago and it was really a hassle figuring out the different tuition or book rates or cost of living across different So did you did you analyze that though? Is that like part of your decision process? I mean, it had something to do with it. You you want the information at least. Not having it makes you leave, leaves you with the whole what if scenario like what if this school might have this or what if so this I mean it's good. It helps schools, helps students. Win, win. I, I, well, I, I mean, my choice was more of I like the Florida Gators, so I went there, go Gators. Uh, <laughs> and uh, that's probably why I didn't excel in college either. But uh, <laughs> but I think, yeah, sort of another uh, data point to confuse your already difficult college uh, making decisions. You're not alone, my friend. <laughs> uh, well, we are signing out. That's your news for today. Like us, ring the bell, join us on YouTube, also learndigitaladvertising.com. Right there. Uh, which way? That way. All right. Have a great day. We'll see you soon. Thank you, guys.